0: You're listening to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. No one likes checking their mail and finding a summons for jury duty, but it's a critical civic duty that helps protect our Constitution and a small sacrifice compared to what so many men and women serving overseas are making. On the line to tell us about the importance of jury duty is Riverside County Assistant Presiding Judge the Honorable Judith Clark. Thank you so much for joining me today.
2: My pleasure. Thank you for asking.
0: Your Honor, tell us why it's so important to show up for jury duty.
2: Jury duty is... Is really an essential role in our American system of justice as uh, really unique around the world when you uh, look at justice systems um, and realize that here in this country we have an opportunity for the people of our community to come into court serve as the finders of fact with regards to the criminal actions that take place in their community and for them to be the determinators of whether someone uh, is guilty of that offense or not. It's it's a very unique aspect of our system of government and one that uh, is really important and critical for us to preserve
0: what are the consequences of not showing up for jury duty when you've been summoned
2: usually jurors that uh, miss jury service are given an opportunity to put themselves on calendar for uh, another date and be, and be available to serve at another time of the year that's available to them uh, there could be other consequences that could issue with regards to that but realistically we try really hard just to uh, have jurors reschedule their service and make themselves available
0: what should someone do if they receive a jury summons?
2: Uh, the first thing to do is is to review that jury summons and, and uh, read it carefully. There's a lot of really good information that's contained within that. talks uh, to them about their eligibility for jury service, so they want to make sure that they meet those eligibility criteria. It also talks to them about issues that would be looked at by the court if they need to request a postponement or an extension of their jury services and give them instructions as to how to go about asking for that postponement or uh, rescheduling if need be. It also uh, gives them information as to how to go about uh, reporting or how the process works and and we've put in place a number of additional automated services that really make it easy for jurors to uh, receive information from the court regarding their reporting obligations and know uh, when or where they need to be. So all of that is contained on that jury summons.
0: For most of us, we will call in every day during the week that we are on call for jury duty. But what provisions are made for, say, nurses who work graveyard shifts or other people who work jobs that make it difficult to call in every day like that?
2: Well, as I said, there are provisions by which uh, people can ask to have jury service either postponed or excused to another time that might be more convenient. Uh, So depending on what person's schedule is, if their schedule happens to go so that they work and maybe have a bigger block of days off at a particular time of the month, they could reschedule their jury service to that time, which might be easier for them. Or there are automated services in place that allow people to set up for our text service where uh, we'll actually send them a text message with updates regarding their reporting obligations. We also have a 24-hour automated voice response system that they can check and can always check on the website available at all times for them to know what their reporting obligations are as well. So we've tried to make it as easy as possible so that people can stay updated as to what their obligations are and can check that at whatever time is available and convenient for them.
0: I'm speaking with Riverside County Assistant Presiding Judge Judith Clark. How has COVID impacted the court?
2: We've actually uh, seen a really positive response um, from our jurors in Riverside County during the time of COVID. Uh, jurors have been really responsive to their jury service summons. Uh, we have uh, not seen any decline in the Uh, numbers of jurors who have been responding to the summonses. Jurors have made themselves available to serve and we're very appreciative of that. The court has made a number of adjustments with regards to our operations in in the court. During the height of COVID, uh, we had reduced our occupancy in the jury assembly room down to about 25% of the usual number of jurors that we would summon on any given day. That way we could be sure to uh, maintain social distancing in that space. Um, and provide that level of protection for jurors. We've also modified our procedures with regards to hardship qualifying and the questioning of jurors, uh, so that that is not done in in a large group setting in close proximity to other jurors. We've installed a a number of uh, plexiglass protective measures within the courtroom to keep individuals safe uh, within the courtroom if they are selected to serve as jurors, and um, since, We had the reduction in the social distancing obligations earlier in July. Uh, We have increased our jury occupancy rate in the jury assembly room to about 50 percent of capacity, but we are still taking other precautious measures to make sure that we keep jurors safe.
0: Is there a dress code for jury duty?
2: Not a special dress code for jury duty, just the same dress code that applies uh, for the court in general.
0: And what should a potential juror expect once they get summoned for jury duty and arrive at the court?
2: Well, upon on arrival at the court, the first thing that jurors are going to be asked to do is to fill out what's known as a hardship questionnaire. That's an opportunity for jurors to let us know about any scheduling or financial issues surrounding serving as a juror that would impact their availability for the particular case. That'll be reviewed by the judge and the judge will then determine whether or not a hardship should be granted such that that juror would be either excused or allowed to reschedule their jury service. If the juror is then assigned to a courtroom for the process of selection for a particular trial, the attorneys will have an opportunity to question those jurors. Much of that is being done in writing now. We're doing it by written questionnaire. Again, that limits the number of jurors being brought into a courtroom all at one time. Uh, So they'll have that opportunity to answer some general questions about their experiences or any facts or circumstances that might impact their ability to be a fair and impartial and unbiased juror. And then if they are selected to serve on a jury, then at that point they would be impaneled to serve on the jury, and they'll have the opportunity to listen to the testimony and evaluate all the evidence presented in that case to hear the instructions of the court regarding the law that applies in the matter and then deliberate. How
0: long do most trials last?
2: You know, trials vary considerably depending on the the nature of the charges or the complexity of the case. A large number of our trials, though, are relatively short, meaning they might be anywhere from, you know, three maybe four days. But there are trials that last much longer. Um, And again, jurors have an opportunity to convey to the judge via that hardship questionnaire whether the length of the anticipated trial they're being assigned out on does impact their ability to serve.
0: Once the trial is over, what is the reaction from most people who have served as jurors? Do they consider it a positive experience?
2: By and far, the majority of jurors consider it to be a very positive experience. Jurors that I have heard from in the past when I've been presiding over trials have expressed that it was an opportunity for them to really understand their system of justice. They felt very involved and given a voice in their community, which was very important to them. I think the vast majority of jurors find the process very satisfying. I'm speaking with
0: Riverside County Assistant Presiding Presiding Judge Judith Clark. Your Honor, does the jury system work? Do jurors get it right most of the time, in your opinion?
2: I think whatever decision jurors come to, then that's the right decision. Our system of justice is based on jurors being provided with all of the information that's available in terms of the evidence that's presented. They have the opportunity to watch that evidence be presented and evaluate the credibility of the witnesses who are providing that information. They have the opportunity to review any physical evidence that's presented in the case, and here are the instructions of the court. And we rely upon the jury to then engage in that deliberative process and to reach whatever decision they feel is appropriate. And I think that is really important for us to uphold and value the importance of that.
0: What obligations do employers have to pay employees who are serving as jurors, a moral obligation or otherwise?
2: Well, I think it's important for our community that jurors can be available and that jurors can come from a large cross-section of our community. We don't want to have a system of justice where jurors can only come from certain career fields or certain types of businesses for financial reasons because that impacts our understanding of whether that truly is a jury of our peers. And we want uh, individuals from across our community to have the opportunity to participate in their system of justice and fulfill that civic responsibility. So I think from, a, from an ethical standpoint or a moral standpoint, it's really important that we can have jurors from all aspects uh, across the board and all segments of society.
0: What's the most memorable excuse you've heard someone use for getting out of jury duty or trying to get out of jury duty?
2: <laughs> uh, I think you'll find that judges would say they've run the gamut from every kind of situation just off the top of my head looking back I think the most humorous one I once had was a juror a potential juror who told me they couldn't serve because they had a new puppy at home that they needed to potty train <laughs> I, was like, oh, well, I, I, I thought we could work to find some other way that that could be accomplished the person could meet their jury service obligations <laughs>
0: I've been speaking with Riverside County Assistant Presiding Judge Judith Clark. Is there anything else you want us to know?
2: I just want to encourage people to follow through and and participate in the jury service process. Again, I think it is a... A very special aspect of our system of justice and an issue that is really important. We want the members of our community to feel like they are vested in what happens in their community, and this is a great way for members of the community to have a voice in what happens in their own immediate uh, neighborhoods. And so we really encourage in- encourage people to participate and want them to know, however, that we will work with them with regards to scheduling and financial implications. Those things are available. They don't need to just not show up. They just need to take those steps and we can find a way that they can serve and not uh, impose a hardship upon them.
0: Thank you so much for speaking with us today, Your Honor, and thank you for your service.
2: Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. We look forward to seeing uh, everyone in our court.